What's good, everybody? What's really good? It's Matt Acorn and Jordan Siegel. Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, what's really good? Man, what's really good? Uh, Boondocks reference. Stink Meaner. What do you think? Good impression? Uh, uh, pretty good. I, I, I have. I, uh, I guess it was in high school that I really got into it a little bit before. Do um, you remember the R. Kelly episode? Was that the first episode? Oh, of episode? course. I mean, that, that pretty much just happened. Yeah, that episode. Yeah, that's true. In real life. I'm fighting for my fucking life, man. Robert. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love that. Horrible, horrible Um, human being. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, one of the worst, I'd say, for sure. Um, But uh, how how are you doing, Matt? What what is it? Did you watch the football today? What is it? It's 1047. All day. Uh, um, Back on my D. got the Steelers, right? It's over? Uh, I think that the game's still going, but it was like uh, 35-14 once we started recording. So it's uh, it's not a close game. Uh, Chiefs looking like they're going to win. Uh, I'm I'm already down money. I'm already down money. Uh, oh, I've got oh, some you, money you tied up still, but I mean, we're, we're, we, yeah, it's not a positive weekend overall. Uh, but I mean, fuck it. it, is what it that, is. Ca- that, that cowboy, that Cowboys game ending. I actually, you know, after work thought I'd watch some football today. Watch oh. what a, what a crazy fucking game. What a jock you are. I know. I know. Yeah. It Dog was, no, that, I mean, Dak Prescott definitely doesn't have a reason to be mad. He's a fucking idiot. He did a QB draw <laughs> with no timeouts and then expected everything to be fine. Like, it's like, Oh, sorry, buddy. Like the ref wasn't a fucking track star getting out there. Wasn't <laughs> he expecting tried. He to really took off. Yeah. The what a dumbass. Oh man. I mean, yeah, okay. and, and just for the last non NBA reference that we'll have for the podcast, <laughs> I mean, I was even thinking about it, like, and I've made, I've made this analogy a million and one times. It comes out uh, you know, it comes out every January and it comes out for January slash December, depending on the season. And then yeah. it comes out every uh, March slash April uh, that the Leafs and the Cowboys are the exact same teams, but in different <laughs> leagues and sports. Uh, yeah. They both are the biggest markets by far. Uh, they both have diehard fans, then media that crushes them for every single mistake. And they'll always, always, always give people hope and then shatter them in a brand new and exciting way that everyone else loves. And will just make their fan base even more depressed. Not uh, this so. year, Matt. The Leafs, the Leafs are going to hoist, hoist the thing this year. Okay. No, so, the thing. Shut up. The world famous, the thing. The thing. The thing. Uh, well, everybody, uh, Welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. As I uh, mentioned before, Matt Eichhorn and Jordan Flegel back with the uh, the best NBA takes uh, that make you quake. Uh, <laughs> in in the wake of the NBA uh, weekend that we uh, we just watched, we're going to kick it off with the most recent game uh, just finished up now between the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. Uh, the Nuggets playing host in this one, but uh, unfortunately, their visitors not too kind to uh, the, the home team there. Uh, an absolute shellacking, 125 to 102 in favor of the Jazz. Rudy Gobert, almost, he really wants a big dog in the month award, Jordan. I know he does. you don't want to give it to him. I'll give you guys some behind-the-scenes like knowledge into this. Jordan does not want Rudy to get the, the award, So, but he's really trying. He's fighting. Every, every month he's in consideration. So if there's any Jazz fans out there listening, he does get he's, his names come up, I think, every single month uh but we'll we'll see 19 rebounds 19 rebounds that's a strong case yeah uh and then also of course his running mate donovan mitchell dropping a cool 31 5 and 4 and of course the joker uh the reigning mvp dropping a a, a, absolutely like asinine stat stat line 25 15 and 14 on uh, you know efficient shooting I mean, he, he's one of the best players in the league uh, for sure. But even then, I mean, he, he always finds a way to have a good game against Rudy Gobert, probably Gobert, one of his better games against uh, uh, against uh, Jokic. But when you look at these two teams, Jordan, I mean, obviously 
the Nuggets going into the season were hoping to be closer to contender status, but it just hasn't been there for them. Obviously, Michael Porter Jr. Yep. going down early in the year uh, it hasn't helped them at all. And then, of course, Jamal Murray hasn't played a lick yet this season due to his ACL injury. Uh, when you watch this game, you know, what are your biggest takeaways from either side? Yeah, well, you know, for, for Utah, it's good to get them back in, in the win column. Like yeah. Memphis, Memphis was really surging and kind of overtook them when, Utah was in a bit of a slump. They, they lost to the Cleveland beat them pretty badly. They were, um, I think missing Gobert for a few games and, and, you know, had, had to go small and um, you know, that's, that's not when they're at their best. So, you know, good to see them back at full strength. Cause I think, you know, they, they out West and in the whole league, they're one of the best teams, best constructed teams uh, that we've got. And uh, yeah, I mean, the Joker did everything he possibly could uh, yeah. as he usually does with this team. Um, and they, they just have no one else around him. I, we, what was it? Jokic and the Jokicets or something. That's what I call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. We got to bring that back. Why didn't we? Yeah. No, I know. We got to, we got to get in touch with, with the Nuggets. We need more of that one. on Twitter, everybody. Yoke, hashtag <laughs> Jokic and the Jokicets. It's, it's, it rolls off the tongue so sweet too. It's, it's, it's really, it's nice. It's a nice Serbian, <laughs> uh, yeah. Turn yeah. of phrase, but uh, you know, like, yeah, the best you've got like Aaron Gordon and, um, uh, freaking Monte Morris and you know the, the, these guys who are trying their best you know uh, Compazzo and, and and these guys but without an actual sort of reliable wing scorer or any scorer really outside mm. of uh, Jokic it's it's just going to be hard for, for them to compete so um, you know it's a bit a bit of a lopsided you know victory at at uh, you know at home in Denver there for the Nuggets uh, or lo- lopsided loss I should say but uh, it's it's just kind of w- w- what what you would expect, uh, you know, from the Jazz back at full strength. And I, I haven't heard any chatter about Jamal Murray coming back. I, I don't know if the intel has changed or what. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, and and even with the MPJ, that's still you know no chatter about that. It doesn't look like he's anywhere close to coming back. Um, yeah, I doubt we'll see him back this season. Um, and, uh, you know, it, yeah, I, I think that's, that's mainly my takeaway is that, you know, the jazz are fully healthy again, getting a win that you, you expected them to get. And, you know, I, I think Jokic deserves the recognition being in that MVP talk, but he's never actually going to get there. I think this year, unless something really turns around mm-hmm. for the nuggets, because, uh, you know, en- enough of the voters are going to value wins and, and they just don't have enough right now to, to compete with the best teams. Yeah, and there's some uh, definitely some MVP warranting guys out there that are uh, that are on some surging squads, uh, even in the East, that have better records than uh, than than the, the Jokic and the Jokicets do right now. Yeah. Uh, and they're in the, the better conference, which still feels weird to say because I mean it was for about a, pretty much a better half of a decade that the West was dominating, and now we're kind of yeah. finally seeing the changing of the guard. But uh, even above that, uh, yeah, I mean and. It sucks too because you know sometimes you know a team that you know an injury to a couple of big time players you know they're they're able to you know move some funds around make some moves and you know uh, trade for kind of a, a recovery a replacement guy for that time being you know maybe someone on a one year deal that you don't really need for the long term you know you can just have them there uh, yeah. help help your squad out but they have so much money roped up between that kind of I mean I guess you could call them a big three but I mean they've pretty much never really shared the court as a big three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and MPJ, Jamal Murray, and Jokic. So, I mean, uh, it, it's it makes it tough, tough like that. I, I really don't think that there's any moves that they could make that would really make a difference right now. Like, you're not going to be getting an elite score, uh, you know, for uh, for Facondo or however or Campazo, however you pronounce his, uh, his name. I mean, sorry to our yeah. Argentinian listeners, but Campazo is <laughs> not going to get you the uh, the love and the, you know, he's not going to get you the, the skill that you need for your team. Yeah. 
I mean, even even a guy like Will Barton, who, you know, might have had some value uh, even a couple seasons ago. He's not having his greatest career year, uh, especially when it comes to shooting the rock, you know, something he's he's kind of slumped a little bit, uh, in my opinion. So, I, I mean, they've really got to see some kind of an increase of output from these other guys. But, you know, they're they're, they're playing solid, but there's just not that much, much else you can do. And on the other side, you know, as you said, yeah, it's a, it's a game that the Jazz had to win. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're the superior team. They're legitimate contenders out in the West. Uh, and, and Gobert had a strong game. And who the hell is going to cover Donovan Mitchell? I mean, yeah, again, yeah. one of those guys that's totally flown under the radar. Like, uh, you know, I, 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 again, him and Gobert kind of split votes as well. But like Donovan Mitchell could should could easily be considered, uh, you know, an MVP in a different market. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, if he was doing this uh, on, on pretty much any, almost any other team, uh, you know, he'd be getting a lot more love, but Utah's not exactly the sexiest team in the league. Uh, e- even with those nice jerseys, they pretty much have just, people like them so much that they were like, screw it. We'll make this like our Jersey every other time that we play. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those, those nice orange ones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's been a great year for the jazz. Uh, but one of the things, and we kind of just started talking with this off air, but again, I want to get your take on this, Jordan. Uh, you know, Rudy Gobert coming out in the media uh, this past weekend talking about, you know, the the Suns and the Warriors of the league and how they have that champion championship mentality and the the heart of a champion. They really fight and they train so hard to, to you know get these wins and get where they need to be. But uh, he says that he doesn't see that with the Jazz. He doesn't see that everybody's working hard enough. He says that they're close, but they're not there yet. I mean, that after all that they've kind of dealt with with Gobert, you know, uh, a very tense situation there, being the the patient zero uh, at one uh, one point in our lifetime. Uh, you know, Gobert, uh, you know, was, was his head was on the chopping block essentially, was from what we heard. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz decided against it, and uh, you know, they asked Donovan Mitchell about it, uh, you know, this weekend, and he kind of just said, you know, we're here to play ball. Like I'm not worried about what he's saying. So yeah. it's it's like maybe you know rudy it's not people aren't working maybe it's people don't like you and you always don't have championship chemistry maybe that's more what you're thinking of yeah well i i think he should you shut up this is why he can't win big dog of the month uh matt they're, <laughs> like they're he's not, not with comments like this yeah. stumps, which is no, probably gonna happen again this year yeah and he's too french man <laughs> uh, if you're french i'm sorry i'm declaring it right here uh, you know yeah. as a german <laughs> Uh, you know, I can, you know, declare my hatred. We, we, people, obviously, but um, yeah, uh, he, he's, he's got this weird thing. I, I don't know. Like we, we've mentioned it before. I don't think he deserves to be hated on the amount that he is. Remember the freaking uh, Timberwolves just randomly calling him out after the jazz destroyed them. Um, you know, Pat Bev and, and all these people. Oh yeah. 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 Robert, you know, not really being that impactful of a player or whatever. And I, I get it. He's not the most uh, it's not, super obvious um, in terms of like other really skilled guys who always have the ball, like what Gobert does for winning. And we've, <laughs> we've talked about that before too. So, you know, I get why he might be um, sort of not understood that well. And then yeah. uh, that leads to people not really liking him that much. But um, you know, the, I, I thought the thing at the time, the, the whole, like, I'm going to, as a joke, like rub the tape recorder and like all their equipment, like right, right, right before the pandemic shut down the, the league. And, um, you know, he, he, he was the one who made the untimely joke uh, and, and was the, the first positive case. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we, we knew of in the league. I thought that was funny at the time, but as time went on, I'm like, uh, looking back on it, I'm like, oh, that was kind of a, a, a stupid move. And, you know, not, not that funny, uh, you know, in the end, obviously I don't think, 
uh, he infected anyone by doing that or anything like that. But I, I think, yeah, with, with the crying over the all-star game things, like there's some evidence now, I think over the past few years that he's kind of annoying sometimes, but you know, lots of players are, um, and, you know, but, but it was, it was more so the, the issue, all the reporting out of there that Donovan Mitchell had an issue with him. So, you know, if, if I was him, uh, and, and, you know, I, I have to share the court with, uh, Mitchell and, and hopefully us as a, a, a duo, like actually make it far in the playoffs and, you know, mm. achieve our goal of getting to the finals, maybe winning a championship. I would not do anything to disrupt that, uh, at all. I wouldn't try and like quote unquote, call out my guys to like get more out of them. Like yeah. the, the jazz, I think, honestly, if it comes to, when it comes to sort of like effort and, you know, getting up for games and things like that, that's really not been a problem for them. Uh, yep. As yeah. far as I know, like, I, I don't think any of their guys are known as kind of like lazy or not as hardworking. Like I, I think they're just as hardworking as, you know, uh, other teams that they oh, mentioned, I, like, I like had the, convinced the Warriors, myself uh, that they're just such a solid team. Like it's so hard to pick against them. Last year, I thought they were going to go to the yeah. finals. I mean, well, I, yeah, and they, I think they easily could have if uh, yeah. things things broke right. I mean, Mitchell and 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 Conley were both hurt, um, and you know they 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 were still almost there. And who knows if they would have wound up playing the Suns, how how that matchup would have went. But um, like a hundred percent, I don't think that sort of effort and team chemistry in general when it turn when it when you think of it in terms of if it contributes to wins like i just don't mm. think that's that's a problem so it's kind of weird to to hear rudy say that it, it it kind of feels like he's trying to motivate his guys because they they did go on a four-game skid uh you know yeah. uh, uh while he was out um and you know maybe he's kind of puffing his chest a little bit you know so talking about working hard when, when he's out of the lineup uh you know i'm not sure exactly what it's all about but uh, i would definitely if, you know definitely if, if i was him kind of not try and rock the boat with any of his teammates, especially Donovan yeah, yeah. Mitchell anymore, because, because I mean, this year too, might uh, like, I think this is probably their best chance uh, mm. over the course of the past, you know, however many years that they've been, um, you know, trying to vault themselves into contender status. I think last year was the first real year that I could have seen them going to the finals. And, and this year, I think they're they're really close. Like they they've got Rudy Gay now that gives them that element, that mm -hmm. small ball five. Uh, when Gobert doesn't work out matchup wise in the playoffs, like they've still got all their guys. They've got the Joe Ingles situation that they might move him for another guy. Um, yeah, you know, towards the deadline, or they might Jordan roll. Clarkson's with the, still been the solid off the got. bench for them too. Totally, and you know, if if you can actually get uh, some luck to go your way this year, and you have a healthy Conley and Mitchell, you know, throughout the playoffs, then yeah, I could, I could see them beating uh, the Suns in a series as much as I like the Suns. I could even see them being the war Warriors in a series. For sure. Uh, though I think that would be tougher. I think the, you know, the, the, the Warriors are definitely a tough matchup for the Jazz. But, like, yeah, I, it, it, it's, it's, they, they, I think they've legitimately got a shot this year to, to win a title or at least you know, get to the, the conference finals and, and into the finals. And, uh, yeah, Rudy, find other ways, I think, to, to motivate your guys. Don't, don't piss Donovan Mitchell yeah. off because uh, – he might start hating you, and then uh, you know, God, God knows what would happen. Maybe, maybe he'd actually get up and leave, like everyone in Utah in Utah is you yeah, know, yeah. A, a afraid uh, is going to happen. So, yeah, I, I would just leave it alone. I'm not really sure what those comments were about, honestly. Well, man, my my initial the way that I feel with these Jazz are is the exact same way I felt with the team that was uh, you know 
dominant people thought maybe could be a contender was taken a little bit less seriously because this is still in the world of the super team uh with that kind yeah. of era of the uh, the early 2010s uh but they remind me so much uh, and i believe sorry correct me if i'm wrong but, uh the 62 and 20 atlanta hawks that were yeah. first in the east uh, were such a very they were such a deep team they played great team ball they moved it around they were explosive but could play really great defense as well you know they had the four i think they had the four all-stars four all-stars yep they were the it was kyle corver paul Millsap, uh orford and, and, oh, no, and teague and jeff teague yeah and uh and demar one stopper was the one starter left out but yeah. actually i'm also pretty sure that the starting five of the hawks won player of the month or player of the week uh, yeah yeah i remember that yeah well, which is pretty Something. funny um but yeah then they, they get swept they, me then they I, get swept by lebron i yeah and then they got killed i mean <laughs> and that's that's kind of the thing right uh and that's why i wanted to put in the quotations the world of the super team because yeah, um, yeah 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 all around team as they were you know eventually again as i kind of mentioned last week uh on the friday show uh you know uh with Kyrie, uh, James Harden and KD, you know, they're, they're, it's such an organic thing when you have three superstars there that, you know, you can't really quantify that into anything else. Uh, it, it yeah. will beat out anything. Um, but, uh, I do want to say this uh, now that the, that kind of era of the super team is, uh, kind of come and gone somewhat, uh, the jazz, this is really a time for a team that's built on defense, great team basketball to really go yeah. far. Uh, obviously last year, things didn't work out. It was a tough matchup for them in the end of the day. Um, but I, I still think they have a ton of potential. So, uh, I, again, I, I, if this was Rudy Gobert trying to fire his guys up, then you know what it is, what it is. Uh, maybe they respect him more than, you know, I feel that he might, uh, cause I, I really don't see him as the leader on the team. Uh, yeah, no. but I mean, who knows, uh, you know, I'm not in that locker room. Uh, so I, I couldn't say. Uh, and, but, but again, like they, they're still winning basketball games. They, they put up a fight every single night. So uh, they're, they're contenders in my eyes, no matter what, uh, what Rudy thinks, but uh, yeah. it, it's going to be interesting. They're definitely a team to watch this year and uh, going to be having a high seed as well. So we'll see if they can uh, ride that house in Utah all the way to, you know, to maybe a conference finals appearance, uh, even uh, let sure. alone a championship uh, a, a performance there uh, to ship yeah. our focus now over to a, a, a new port now, uh, a huge matchup down in uh, Miami uh, on the weekend uh, between the 76ers and, and the Miami Heat. Uh, quite a, it was a low scoring game, a lot of defense, uh, honestly, kind of an ugly game uh, at times, uh, if we're being honest. Uh, but the Sixers walking away with uh, the W ultimately, Joel Embiid continuing this. Uh, just on an absolute fucking tear. Uh, no other way to say oh, it. Crazy. Just dominating every single team that he plays uh, inside. He's stretching it out to the uh, you know three point line as well uh, when he needs to. He's handling the rock. He's playmaking for his team. Uh, he was my MVP pick coming into the year, and you know he's kind of giving me this late surge. That's what I needed. The, you know the Pelicans are doing <laughs> it. He's doing it. Let's let's see if he can bring this home for me, baby. Come on, Joel. Um, but. Yeah, the Sixers are really on a they're they're on a hot streak right now. Uh, they've been winning lots and lots of games, and you know, going up against the uh, the Miami Heat, that you know they still don't have Bam. So people were thinking, you know, Omer Yert seven, who we mentioned last week. Uh, you know, how yeah. is he going to match up with Embiid? And he was probably their best player, if we're being honest. T- team team high twenty two. Yeah, and and he was fighting with Joel down low. Obviously, you know, nobody expected him to do much against Joel, as Joel still completely bodied him up. But I mean. Yeah. He held his own on the other end. Uh, he did what he could, but I mean, when the you know the rumor that you know the big dog on your team, or at least he's supposed to be, uh, Jimmy Butler shoots one for eleven. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're not going to beat a team like the Sixers. Uh, I think 
now with wins over the Nets and the Sixers, uh, you know, in uh, you know a week, week and a half. Uh, I mean, the, the Sixers have got to be taken pretty seriously right now. And again, who knows? They could be getting even better with, uh, you know, whatever package they can possibly get for uh, for Ben Simmons at this point. But I mean, even Tyrese Maxey right now, I mean, I really do honestly think that this Sixers team might be better off without Ben Simmons. Well, yeah, I would say so for sure. I mean, I mean, there's still the really annoying thing. And I've heard some Sixers fans talk about this is that like Ben Simmons and kind of a reinvented role would be so good for this team. Like they're, mm. they're really missing his presence, uh, you know, on the boards, like their, their rebounding rate is horrible right now, even though you have Joel Embiid uh, pretty much everyone else on the floor is, is a poor rebounder. They've got, they're full of kind of, smaller slower guys um and you know having ben simmons out there not playing point guard uh because again we we, we've that that's been well documented the the sort of struggles um that that he as point guard present on this team uh, as constructed we saw that last year in the playoffs but him kind of as a draymond-esque like three slash four to be a you know a facilitator out there a rebounder and you know a guy who can uh, kind of work off Maxi as the primary ball handler. Like that, that type of guy would be so, uh, I think the Sixers would be so happy to have that. But obviously, you know, Ben Simmons has, has no intention of, of playing for, for the Sixers organization anymore. And, you know, I, I understand both sides are kind of pissed at each other. And, you know, I, I, get, I get all that. Um, but absolutely, I think, you know, what they're showing right now through this stretch, winning games with Joel Embiid playing as well as he is, like, Joel Embiid is always going to have the sort of lingering injury concerns, like one wrong fall, one wrong something. And then, you know, you're, you're, you're out, you're, you're without your best player for a big chunk of a season. He could miss a whole season again, you know, knock on wood, that does not happen, but you never know. And Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about like, Oh, don't waste Joel Embiid's prime. Like that's like a real concern. And if there are good trade packages on the table for, you know, Daryl Morey and the Sixers right now, I, I would, I, I would, really be thinking hard and you know we, we talk about this almost every week but you know our, our positions are pretty clear but like I, I'd be thinking harder about doing it sort of you know thinking extra hard now seeing how well Embiid is playing and this team around him you know actually doing pretty well beating good teams because yeah you just get a few more guys in here and then I, I don't know with, with, with a healthy Embiid dominating like this in the playoffs uh, that really your, your ceilings like you're, you're pushing on on the door of that Milwaukee Brooklyn level in the east like uh, I, I could see it happening for sure. And you, you don't know how many healthy Joel Embiid playoff runs you're going to get. And uh, I, I just think you're playing a dangerous game if, if you're going to kind of let pride and sort of, you know, um, oh, we're, we're, we can maybe get a better offer, you know, in the summer or whatever. If you let that get in the way of the fact that these guys are, are actually playing pretty well and Joel Embiid is, uh, you know, finally doing the the thing we've with it. He's kind of, he's, he's never really lacked that much in his game. He's always been super dominant uh, at least, you know, over the past three, four years, but he's gotten to the point now where he's making incredible passes, like not Jokic level yeah. uh, from the center spot, but he is creating so much offense with his vision. You know, he, he obviously gets a lot of double teams, um, but you know, he's not making just the simple pass. He's making like, uh, you know, two passes sort of ahead of the defense uh, knowing where, when guys are going to cut, like what shooter is going to go where, like he is playing incredible right now, probably the best basketball of his career, considering, you know, the, the guys he has around him, like a pretty, you know, subpar group. 
Um, well, and it's funny because, you know, it's it's crazy. You take away the point guard that can't literally can't shoot a three-pointer, and yeah. suddenly he's able to pass to the perimeter. Crazy how well, that works out, eh? It, it's, it's, it's insane. And, you know, there's there's more space to work with when you have mm-hmm. shooters. Like, it's all it's, – it's pretty simple. The game's pretty simple. Well, I mean, hell, he was helping Seth Curry out. Seth had five uh, against yeah. the Heat. I mean, it's uh, – no, it's I, I think it's a great point. I mean, uh, and that, that's really – when it comes down to basketball fundamentals, if you have a big man that you can just let the ball get controlled through the paint, I mean, yeah. that's all you need to do. You can win the game through the post-up. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about him later, but like Luka Doncic, even though he's not a big man, as a guy who understands that you can win a basketball game by doing the same thing over and over and over and just running off-ball screens. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, he he's, he's a great player that he understands that. So, I, I mean, Embiid having that, you know, big dog mentality, wanting to own it on the block. I mean, there's – barely any team I can think of in this league that's going to be able to even, uh, you know, halter that. Uh, it's really the only person who's yeah. going to be able to stop that uh, is Joel Embiid himself if he's not there mentally, which we've seen before, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, and even if, like, f- even if you're not going to trade Ben Simmons, like, I-, I feel like if you're going to make a trade, it might as well be for Ben. But, like, there's even other they- – they've got a few tradable contracts on-, on that Sixers roster. Like, I really think they could use a more – like one more traditional kind of like point guard, like a, a guy, again, we've, we've talked about, I, I'm not, I, I don't think he's available because I think the Mavericks still like him, but like someone like Jalen Brunson, like imagine him on, on, on Philly, like being mm-hmm. able to kind of control the offense in a more uh, kind of like old school way. Like Maxie's still learning. He can do it sometimes, but he's not the best, you know, the best table setter and, and guy with experience, but yeah, he's, he's know, still needs of, room to mature. You can tell he's like that, sure. that guy. He's got so much athleticism. He wants to do it all. He's still kind of adjusting to the fact that like, even though he's more athletic than the average NBA player, there's yeah. still like guys out there that are going to be able to pin your shot and stay strive for stride with you. He's, he's growing, but I, I, I like Maxie's game, not his strongest output uh, this, against the heat either though. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he's, he's, he's definitely still a project and a guy you want, you, you know, the Sixers want to keep around, but um, like, and I think that he will be like super useful into the playoffs for them, for sure. Like a guy who, who loves to attack um, and who's, you know, who's got some speed and, and, and young legs and, and energy. Um, but, you know, I, I would just really love to see them with a more kind of old school, um, you know, pass first, but good shooting point guard. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really great for them. Um, and, uh, again, like it, Joel Embiid's showing that even with this team of, uh, you know, not really a go-to perimeter scorer, Tobias is that sometimes, uh, but most nights he, he's more of just kind of a complimentary guy. Um, and then, you know, a, a bunch of other shooters, but you know, guys who can't do much else, um, you know, he, he's taking this team to heights. I think that, uh, you know, I, I didn't expect them to be doing this well, this, uh, this point in the season, honestly, I thought they'd be hovering around 500 maybe. Um, but you know, they're, they're firmly in the playoff picture. And, uh, again, I, you do not want to waste, uh, this, this Joel Embiid season. Like it's, it, it's, it's already one too many, uh, that yeah. you've let it get this far. I know they were just the one seed last year. They, they just lost in the playoffs last year, but I already think, you know, this, this is kind of playing with fire. This is too much. Um, I, I, I would, yeah, trade, trade Ben Simmons or make some other peripheral mm-hmm. move to, to improve this team. Um, because you know, if you're just going to say, Oh, we're just going to punt on this season. I, th- I think that's, that's kind of a waste, like, like the, sure. this kind of special talent, um, that Embiid is, he's only going to be around for so long. Big men don't, don't last as long, don't tend to last as long. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I uh, an- another week goes by where I'm, I'm pissed that, that Ben Simmons is still there just wasting away, uh, because, uh, e- even for Ben Simmons, he could have a fresh start with a new team. 
so many other guys, I, I the, the, the package that's been talked about a million times, like even if, as simple as um, De'Aaron Fox and, and Harrison Barnes, like mm. I think the, 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 the Sixers would be immensely improved. Not even like the, the, the De'Aaron Fox, whether that works or not, uh, you know, that that's fine. But like Harrison Barnes, uh, another kind of perimeter guy to, to put kind of next to Tobias, if you, you know, Tobias plays a lot of, of four and, you know, you put Harrison Barnes at the three, I think that would make the Sixers so much dangerous, so much more dangerous. Like any move like that, even if it's not like huge, I think uh, would, would, you know, getting one more guy in there, especially a perimeter player would just really help the Sixers. So I'm, I'm just dying for it because uh, yeah. it, 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 it really sucks to, to see Joel Embiid perform like this, but know like that the team as currently constructed probably isn't going to beat anyone, but, but I think they're close. I think they're really close. Yeah. And, and I mean, on the other side of the ball, uh, the Miami heat really, you know, we, we, we were talking up their depth, uh, just a week ago yeah. and it's like, where the hell is that depth? Obviously, bam, he's coming back soon. But again, like his replacement yeah. year at seven isn't the problem. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Kyle Lowry and Jimmy yeah. Butler, you know, they helped out, they gave you the effort and the playmaking that, you know, uh, there's only so much that you can do to, you know, make, I don't know, uh, a, a, an average NBA player. Great. You're supposed to be the all-stars. You're supposed to be the leaders. You are the ones yeah. that need to step up. Uh, and, and, you know, this, this was a big game for them. And uh, they really, you know, they look shell-shocked out there. Uh, yeah. They didn't have an answer for their struggles. And I mean, the, and they were, and they were up kind of late in the third and yeah. the Sixers came back like that. They, they, they kind of blew this one too. And the 76ers aren't exactly known as like a best guard, like defensive uh, perimeter team. I mean, obviously yeah, yeah. Side, it's hard, but I mean, yeah, it's, this is not the, uh, the game that uh, you, you want to see if you're a heat fan right now. Uh, again, the people are, you know, we're, we're already over halfway through the season. Uh, yeah, so yeah. this is, uh, you know, we're seeing who's who's for real right now, uh, who's contender, who's a pretender. And I mean, uh, that, that depth for the heat just didn't show up. I mean, Duncan Robinson, you know, I said it from the start that I hated that contract and he has been horrendous this He's year. He's had a rough, rough year. Yeah. One for nine on this game as well. I mean, no surprise on that one. Uh, and, and Caleb Martin really the only one that was there to, you know, help out. Uh, I, I mean, Tyler hero had an okay game. You know, he hit a couple shots really was working from the free throw, throw line though. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well yeah. either, uh, nor did he do anything really else that helped. So, uh, yeah, this has been a, uh, a, a rough year, uh, for, for the, for the honky boys. I mean, he obviously heroes, uh, <laughs> had, had his moments uh, in the beginning of the year, cooled off a little bit more, but, uh, yeah, not not a great game for the Heat, but uh, we'll see how they bounce back. We all know they're uh, a pretty uh, you know perseverant squad, so uh, I'm sure Pat yeah, Riley yeah. and Eric Spoelstra, will, uh, you know, he'll so he'll, he'll get them straightened out. Uh, but to move on, uh, more somber tone now for uh, our Chicago Bulls fans out there. Uh, but I mean, if you're a Golden State Warriors fan, uh, you know you were able to bounce back after that tough, tough loss to the Bucks. Uh, you know, you you took a, you ever heard of the chain of yelling from but then. But then- I, I have, but then just on the Warriors note, then you lose to the Timberwolves, which hurts. A yeah, that bit, just no just staff, tonight. No, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no staff. Still, I mean, come on, Wiggins, it's your former team. That average. But is Matt, I, that's, that's a crazy reference. The chain of screaming. I have. I was just thinking about that today because mm-hmm. uh, you know, at at, at work, uh, I, I I witnessed you know uh, uh, a customer screaming at my manager, Naveed. Naveed goes screams at you know a coworker who really had nothing to do with it, and I just I watched the chain happen today. So yes, I, I am familiar. And so that's on. exactly. This is like the chain of slacking. So yeah, you're right. uh, you know the 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 Bucks slack the Warriors, so the Warriors slack the ball the Bulls. But I mean, 
the the Bulls have not schlocked anyone. They're they're getting kind of schlocked around. I mean, the Nets even schlocked them too. So I, I mean, yeah. a, a lot of schlacking going on. Uh, <laughs> if you want me to say it one more time, just let me know. But uh, I mean, the, the Bulls they just fail. They really again they they fell apart early this game. I mean, uh, against the Nets, it was very close again until the end of that third quarter, and they really took it away. This game, they just looked. They didn't have a, any any chance in this game. I no. mean, uh, you know, Zach Levine is uh, also, you know, he cleared his, he, he was injured. Uh, so, I mean, he, he's going to be back into the lineup as well soon uh, for the Bulls. Uh, at least that's what signs are pointing towards. And, you know, they're still still sitting first uh, within the East. Uh, I mean, I, but again, like, even with that, they're so lucky they went on that huge run when everybody else, you know, they had all those postponements, but because they just dropped a game tonight against the Celtics by two uh, and, and they, that that loss to the the Warriors and the Nets. I mean, people were kind of looking at these guys as possible, you know, championship contenders. And I still think that they have a, a really good chance and they'll make some noise in the playoffs. But you played against two teams that, you know, if you want to go to the finals, uh, you know, one you might play in the finals and one you're definitely going to have to get through to get to the finals. And yeah. uh, I don't know if the Bulls have got the stuff right now. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two, two losses to, to, uh, you said it contending top tier contending teams, 138 points uh, given up in both of those games. Like, uh, you know, and, and that's each, not only that, uh, but uh, combined you know, 78 points given up in the first half to the Warriors too. Yeah. Yeah. And like they were on defense, pace. this wasn't even like a, like a explosive quarter. This was just a absolute ass kicking from first to fourth. A hundred percent. And you know, the, again, we, everyone said it beginning of the year, are the, are the bulls going to defend? I know that was only one of their issues uh, in this, this Warriors game. And, you know, it, it did hurt that Zach Levine uh, went out, you know, er, early on in this one um, yeah. with, with, with the injury, because he means so much to them. He, he, he creates, um, you know, I, I, I heard another podcaster at one point, again, I never remember who I listened to, but uh, we're you, stealing you know your you take. Gonna, yeah, nobody gonna, wanted to <laughs> give you credit for the Ben Simmons Hawks trade. So yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm yeah. pissed. Uh, I'll steal any take I want. Mine have been stolen all year long, but I, I heard someone say, you know, like DeMar DeRozan's getting all the love over there in Chicago. But, um, you know, I remember we did the player comparison, I don't know, about a month ago now or whenever it was. And Zach Levine has pretty much identical stats, way better shooting splits, like like way better from three and from the field on way more attempts, at least from three. Um, And he is creating a lot of the space that DeMar DeRozan is, you know, playing, playing in, taking advantage of this season. So he's not getting a lot, uh, you know, as much love as he should. And it, it showed sure. when, when he goes out of the game that the bulls struggled defensively. Yes. But, but also offensively, like if DeMar DeRozan's your only thing, and we saw this for years as Raptors fans, mm-hmm. if he's your only, the only guy you need to really game plan about against as a defense, you can handle it. You can, you can, you can be uh, that team, um, yeah. you know, like as, as good as he's been this year and as good as he is as a, you know, a player throughout his career, um, that's why I, I think, you know, Chicago fully realized with DeRozan and Levine, that's, that's tough to deal with, but you know, just one of them is, is fine because, you know, Vucevic for, you know, and, and he, he had an okay game. He, he, he uh, had 19 actually more than DeRozan in this game, but um, you know, on, on an average night, he's not going to scare you that much either. Um, and so I, I thought the, the bulls, uh, you know, like they, they looked incomplete on both ends, honestly. And yeah. the warriors were just playing smarter, uh, you know, more kind of connected team basketball. And, uh, you know, it, it, it really showed and the, the you know, they, they got the win still without Draymond who, who they often struggle without, mm-hmm. um, you know, when, when they don't have him, but, 
uh, again, like to, for, for the bull side to give up 138, you've really got to have uh, either a kind of lack of effort or just complete breakdowns defensively. And Vucevic is a terrible defensive big kind of always has been. Um, and, and DeRozan is, is good when, when everything is going well, he's kind of one of those guys that, uh, it, it kind of depends on the whole outlook of the team. Like, I think he kind of yeah. slumps defensively when, when he's not feeling it. And then, you know, they're, they're still without Caruso here, uh, in this game who provides so much for them, uh, defensively on the perimeter. Uh, and then, you know, all that kind of defensive burden is on, on, mm-hmm. uh, on Lonzo ball who, who can only do so much and, and then, yeah, from, from then on, you know, they're, they're not a particularly deep team. Kobe White came in and, and did his thing. He had 20 points, uh, but played a lot of kind of garbage minutes towards the end of this game. So um, it, it's definitely a wake-up call for Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I, I, I would love to see them load up with maybe one more shooter. I don't know if they'll have the balls to um, trade uh, Patrick Williams uh, this year. There's been some kind of chatter about maybe, maybe they'd be willing to – include him in a, you know, a trade for someone like Jeremy Grant or, or, you know, looking elsewhere, um, you know, depending on how much of a future they, they see, uh, you know, uh, Williams kind of having as a bull, uh, especially, you know, mm-hmm. he's not going to play this year, this sort of quote unquote championship, or at least, you know, very good team window that the bulls have is not going to be uh, open for, for too, too long. So, you know, I, I don't know if there's ways that they can improve, but, uh, you know, if you see too many games like this and, you know, it's crazy how, how much the pendulum can swing after, you know, oh, yeah. we, yeah. we were talking about them being maybe on the level of, you know, Milwaukee and, and, uh, you know, Brooklyn, but, you know, when you see a game without, you know, important guys, uh, and, and you see them get beat badly like this, and then again, lose to a Celtics team who hasn't been playing their best ball this season. Um, you know, it, it, it definitely highlights your weaknesses. So, uh, I, I think once they get, get everybody back, uh, I think they'll be fine. I, I don't think you'll see them get uh, you know, destroyed like this and, and, and they'll get back in the win column for sure. But I, I do think this highlights some of their weaknesses and uh, sort of defensive minded kind of front court or swing player. Uh, I think they could really use and a kind of sharp shooter that can be out there and provide even more space for the DeRozan, the, the Levines and, and, you know, even, even Lonzo ball and, and guys like that, especially when he's not shooting the ball. Well, a, a third mm-hmm. shooter, I think would be really good for them. So we'll see if they can make some moves, trade, trade deadlines, you know, fast approaching yeah. uh, this, you know, this stretch of games though, definitely did, did highlight kind of the bulls weaknesses and, and, and where they stand. Well, I think that, uh, you know, this is a, a time where I I'd like to formally roll it out and uh, I like to sound the fraudulent alert. Uh, the fraudulent oh. alarm. Uh, I, I'm placing them under fraudulent watch. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, everybody. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, with Caruso coming back soon, Levine coming back soon, uh, they're going to be pretty much almost a fully healthy squad. Derek Jones Jr. is going to be out for uh, a little while here, which I mean, it, they don't have a ton of forward depth. Of, like kind of that combo three four. Yeah. So that's that sucks for them. But I mean, he's not exactly a, a total game changer. Uh, so definitely a body that can be replaced, but, uh, you know, they, they, they have been banged up. So I'm I'm not going to be ignorant here and act like the bulls have had no adversity. They've definitely had a, a tough stretch here, uh, to deal with. Uh, but again, as you said, you know, even then, if you're really a championship contender, you'll, you'll find ways to fight back. Uh, and we just haven't really seen it. Um, you know, again, I thought Vucevic would be, uh, you know, he'd need to step up, but even he, he has stepped up. I mean, today he had uh, 27, six and six, and they still yeah. lost by two to the Celtics, which is not yeah. a, a team you should lose by even when you're down players right now. Uh, yeah. So it's, 
I think that if this streak continues, this loss, maybe a game or two more, I'm going to start throwing that fraudulent word around because, you know, I said it before when they went on that streak uh, and I have to stick to my guns as a, as a sport media professional to let everyone know that I still doubt on these bulls and I don't think they're going to get past the second round. Uh, but I mean, that they've got they've got potential. I won't be mad if they because again they're, they're a likable team. How how can you not like the Bulls? I mean, everyone wants they the are. Bulls to be. The Bulls are bad. Good. It's exciting, yeah. The but Bulls I will bad. say, I I will say, I think they have a higher playoff ceiling than maybe some other kind of fraudulent. Like I I agree with you, especially after these few games uh, that they they do not look as good as they did last week even. But I I do think they have a, a the ability in the playoffs to beat a team that they sort of you wouldn't expect that they could um just because of their offensive firepower like their, their ability to win close games yeah and get I, those tough mid-range shots but they got to get into those close games first and that's where i worry with them yeah. I, I i i don't worry with them yeah at the end of if they're, if they're in a game at the end and it's close and you've got DeRozan and levine i, I give them as good a chance as anybody but but they gotta um, get there they they yeah they, they gotta get there and it's tough I, I do think they're missing a couple guys i, I think yeah. they could really use you know some some sort of uh, a minor shakeup for sure hmm. well and uh, of course wiggins had a sick game as usual uh <laughs> vote wiggins all-star uh we got to see jonathan kaminga as well uh really got a lot of garbage time minutes he was the just slamming home every single time he got the oh ball. god uh yeah. looking like you know he's gonna be kind of one of those freak guys that like almost a young andre Iguodala. Uh, yeah, yeah, good. Call. A perfect mentor for him to have right now. Uh, so you know, watch yes. Kaminga. He'll be. Uh, I think we'll come playoff time. He might be uh, a, a guy that's going to make some explosive plays and really help this team out. Uh, yeah. Especially if they need some size down uh, or just some, you know, ath- just some athleticism in general. I mean, you can roll him yeah. four with Draymond at the five potentially, because uh, uh, you know, old man Iguodala. He's he, he, those knees aren't going to hold up for uh, forever, Iggy. Yeah, <laughs> which that breaks my heart to say. Um, but to, to, to move our focus here onto uh, a, a new topic, uh, the Mavericks from Dallas upsetting uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, ending that 11-game win streak. Uh, one of your trivia questions from this past Friday's episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, but don't, don't mention it, please. Yeah, not, not, not a great performance, but you know, go check it out if you missed that. Um, uh, some, some good fun there. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Mavericks was a team that we talked about recently as well. Kristaps uh, Porzingis has officially returned this weekend as well after that win. So he was absent when they beat the best team in basketball at that current yeah. time, at least the hottest team in basketball. Uh, and then they go and they have a close one with Porzingis against the league's worst team, the Orlando Magic. Uh, and, you know, Luca gets in uh, Mo Wagner's face, uh, you know, a little bit of a European uh, bad blood going down there. Yeah. Uh, the between Slovenia and Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, come on, come on. Mo Wagner looks like such a sweetheart. Don't bully him. Um, <laughs> he, he really does. Uh, did they play in the Olympics? Did did I don't think they actually. I don't think up. so. I don't think because so, Germany didn't make it far. But maybe, maybe, maybe in four years they'll, they'll meet again. Yeah, maybe. maybe they, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if they played some kind of Euro uh, basketball yeah. when they were younger. I mean, uh, I'm sure their their paths have crossed. Uh, yeah. But 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 regardless. Um, yeah, the Mavericks, they were able to make the upset win. They're, they're kind of on the, a, a nice upswing right now, as we said, uh, they're, they're riding high. Uh, but you know, we're going to talk, we're kind of going to break down the, the, their win against the Grizzlies first. Cause again, I mean, the, the Grizzlies looking amazing. John Morant really putting his stamp in the, and his name inside of the MVP conversation. Uh, but Luca, as I had mentioned earlier, you know, when I watch this game, like it is amazing to see, like he is the definition of just, he takes over games for his team when he's on the court. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he, every, every single ounce of the game goes through him 
And that's yeah. why him and Christoph Porzingis is not going to work. It won't work because Porzingis wants to be that guy. He wants to control the rock. Yeah. The less that it's in Porzingis's hands, the better the Mavericks are with Luca. If they want to try to work both of them out, it's it's not going to last and it's not going to turn into a championship team. So I, I really do think regardless, like the trade deadline's coming up quickly. They got to make uh, some calls. And I think Porzingis has got to go uh, find a new team and let just let Luca do his thing. Well, I'm telling you, it's it's just how you, it's just like the old LeBron kind of dilemma. Like you saw when, Kevin Love first got to uh, Cleveland, or even when Chris Bosh first got to uh, Miami and started playing with LeBron, realizing that you're not going to really get your post-ups that you're used to. You're not going to get uh, your 25 and 10 that you're used to. It's mm-hmm. just not going to work that way, but you're going to win. You're going you're to do better than you were doing before uh, team sort of success-wise, and there's a way that you can slot in here and use your skills uh, to, to really help this out. And mainly for both those guys, Bosch and love, it was becoming better three point shooters and better four spacers yeah. and guys who would take advantage of matchups at certain times, but mostly be, you know, uh, a floor spreader or a screener at times, but like everybody else, like, I don't understand. I, I really just, it, it baffles me how a Luca and Kristaps Porzingis pick and roll can't be dominant, like uber effective, like whether you get Kristaps to roll or to pop, or to, you know, to flare, you know, whatever it is, uh, with, with Luca coming off a screen and, you know, having Porzingis also be a threat, um, you know, like that, that should be a deadly combination. Now mm-hmm. I, I know Luca works better with guys who are more athletic, uh, even guys like Powell, uh, who can you know, roll hard to the rim and Luca can, well, hell, I mean, Dorian on the lob. he's making him look like a, you know, like a yeah. all-star out there. He's throwing down some hammers, man. Like yeah. I, like I, I, one of those guys you forget about, like he's kind of having a, a career year, honestly, when it comes to maybe, maybe not by the numbers, but I, I mean, it could be as well. Uh, uh, when you watch him best basketball I've seen him play since he's been in the league, definitely not a guy you really think of, but you know, he, he's looking like he's got a good fit with this team. Oh, Oh, big time. And you know, he's, he's shooting about th- uh, 37. I, I think it was 38, but, but fell down a little bit here, but 37% from three, like he, he's doing his job as a three and D guy the, the yeah. you know, I, I wish, he was slightly taller, you know, he's six, seven, he's got good size, but I, I wish he was a little bit, you know, he's long marches. Oh, he's super long. And you know, the, the, the Mavericks, you know, love him and he's always played well next to Luca and the Raptors kinda... would love to get their hands on him. Just to oh my God. Him. Yeah. Anyone six, spin. seven to six, <laughs> six, nine, if you've got long arms, uh, that's like, uh, Mr. Bowley used to say, I, I don't know if it was him or another coach. Like if you can touch the top of the door, uh, at basketball tryouts, but by, <laughs> by just walking in, you, you make the team like, yeah. You do that, you turn right. You don't have to do anything else. But, uh, yeah, he, he's been playing really well. And, uh, again, like a guy who works well next to Luca. you're right. Luca needs the ball just like LeBron does. I, I think, you know, that that's the comp I'm always going to use because I just find it very similar the way they control everything about a game. Um, but he, he, Luca needs the ball in his hand, and he needs guys who are good playing off of that. Like uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is a great catch-and-shoot through shooter a guy who can take a few dribbles and shoot, but a guy who can play off of Luca. Um, you know, you, you've got uh, the classic pick, pick and roll guy in, in Dwight Powell who works really well. Dorian Finney-Smith, like we're saying, and Chris Tapps just has to still is working on adjusting into that role that works well as kind of an off-ball player. Who, uh, yeah, you can get a post-up every now and then if you want, Chris Tapps, but you're mostly just going to be a not a complimentary guy. You're you're clearly the second best player on the team, but uh, a guy who uh, is, is going to have to fall into his role a little bit. He mm. still hasn't figured that out. And it feels like he's still kind of resisting that. And I think even Jason Kidd is kind of uh, 
I don't know if he's being honest with Chris Tapps about that. I think he's trying I to, it. No, I think yeah. he's trying to sort of give, give Chris Tapps his touches. And, you know, when he's in the game, he knows what it's like uh, to know, deal with Kivas. Feel... He's been one his whole life. So I'm sure <laughs> exactly. kids really baby in him. Yeah, it's true. But uh, you know, I, I I don't know if it'll ever work out. And I, I and you're right. Like if if he can't if you can't get him to buy in fully to do that, then maybe you look at trading him. Another guy with an albatross contract we've talked about before is going to be hard to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with the money he's making, but you'd get a decent haul for for him if if you know you can talk a team into to taking him on. And there are teams certainly that could use him for sure. Um, but uh, it it is kind of like you know if i was the mavericks i'd be, I'd be frustrated that it, this isn't working because again two guys who you would think have complementary skill sets but they just can't seem to put it together at the same time and you know work well together um when they're playing on the court uh you know in, in the same game and, and sort of play off of each other it, it just just hasn't worked um and uh yeah i i I don't know for, for the, for the, for the Mavericks, I think they're kind of peaking at the right time for sure. Just like, like Memphis is, uh, you know, despite that, that one loss uh, that we're talking about here, Memphis yeah. has been on a tear obviously. And um, I, I think, you know, two kind of younger teams that can, can take advantage of this wide open uh, West right now, at least the middle of the West. And uh, you know, for, for, for the Mavericks, uh, I, I, I definitely think like I was kind of, higher on them at the beginning of the season as kind of a dark horse type contender. I, I think if they can ride Luca playing well, seemingly uh, more in shape now that the season has gone on, clearly a guy who likes to play his way into shape uh, rather than, you know, show up in, you know, tip top shape at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think th- these guys can make some noise if, if everything goes right, but they, they are kind of leaving a lot on the table with, uh, you know, what's Kristaps making like 30 million, like the, the, the 30 million, 30 million dollar guy who's uh, angry about his role and, and can't just, uh, you know, can't just fit in with, with, with the, the flow of the offense. It's, it's kind of like there's the Kristaps offense and then the Luca run Mavericks offense. So you mm-hmm. got to try and mesh them together. Um, but again, you, you're right. If, if they can't make it happen, they, they've, they've got to ask around and, 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 and see what they can get for him. Um, but uh, that'll be my next one. I go fire up the trade machine for Porzingis. There's there a go. lot of interesting, you know, combinations and teams uh, you could throw in there because uh, that, that would be a hell of a trade. And I, yeah, I would just love to see Luca with uh, more skilled perimeter guys uh, who, who can thrive in, in that position. I, I would love to see that because he's obviously, you know, still ascending and, one of the best young players we've got in the league. So yeah. another guy, again, another theme, don't waste someone's prime. <laughs> They're going to get pissed, uh, you know, and, and you are going to lose out on your sort of opportunities to win a championship. So don't mess around too much. You, you've given the Mavs uh, th- this construction of the team. They've, they've had a few years now, so it makes some yeah. tough decisions. For sure. Well, we'll see uh, what they decide to do, uh, how they like to make their moves over there. Mark Cuban, you know, uh, you're going to have to be the one doing the pitching, man. Uh, yeah. You know, Put yourself on, in uh, the shark tank. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy, uh, time for the, 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 the Mavericks here, you know, uh, it, it's, they're really just going to have to break down, you know, who's been the real reasons for their success this year. And, uh, you yeah. know, I think that they're going to be able to, if they really can search deep inside, put some personal feelings aside, uh, I think that they'll be able to make the winning moves. And again, who knows? I mean, Luca, when you have a, a, a generational player like that, you know, upset alert could happen. I mean, uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's definitely not far off again, right now they'd be playing the Grizzlies and that would be, uh, uh, the that Grizzlies would be a hell of a season. favor, yeah, but that'd be a hell of a series. Hell of a series. Yeah. Um, but to move on now, uh, talking about a, 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 a sad, 
horrible thing that's going on, not just because I have him in uh, fantasy basketball, but uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant going down with an MCL injury. Uh, he's going to be sidelined for, I believe, four to six weeks, uh, last I saw reported. Yep. Horrible, horrible news, obviously, um, for, for the league, but uh, mostly, of course, the Nets and, the, and their fans. Uh, Katie was probably the – if he was one, if not uh, number two, uh, on the MVP race uh, in a lot yeah. of people's eyes, having a great season on a, a fantastic Brooklyn Nets uh, team. But him going down is – you know, it, it's tough, but James Harden is really starting to pick it up since we've really were, been harsh on him. Uh, those last couple of games, he's been on a bit more of a tear. He's been uh, putting that load in his back. And, you know, we might actually see some games where James Harden's feeling a little more comfortable, Jordan, because he's going to be looking around like, hey – Kyrie can't play. Uh, KD's out. It's me and a bunch of random dudes. Let's go. I'm putting up 45, it. baby. I'm, I'm I, taking 55 shots or 65 shots to get there, but let's do it. If if he goes off and is the old James Harden and has like 20 free throws and finishes the, the game with, you know, an, an insane kind of stat stuffer uh, performance, uh, you know, let alone multiple of those, I will be so fucking pissed uh, <laughs> because like, it's just it was it really that simple was it was it really you just you just needed to feel like you were back in houston like you know like go i don't know if he goes to the strip club before the game you know roll in you know not really know uh you know the 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 guys you're playing with it almost doesn't matter because you're gonna have the ball the entire game anyway and just pass to them with four seconds left on the shot clock yeah uh, to hoist up a three like is is that all it took you just need to you know you you got to get back to your old ways like are you really that not adaptable? Uh, you know, yes. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that's probably true, I think so. but um, you know, I, I'm going to be, I can't wait to see it, but you know, you're right. Every, every home game while Kevin Durant's out is uh, even if Kyrie really wants to play really badly, it's just going to be um, uh, James Harden and, and, and everyone else on the nets, all the, all the other kind of struggling old guys and, and whoever else they've got out there. And yeah. uh, you know, it, it is his time to get his sea legs back under him and, Maybe, you know, again, I, I always want to preface, uh, you know, by, by saying you, you never want to uh, see an injury. You never want anyone to, to get injured. But maybe you can sort of use this as a, a blessing in disguise in some way. Sure. To 100%. Get, I think so. To, you know, I think so. Get hardened back into to true hardened form, back to his scoring ways and, uh, you know, get the step back three rolling again, get, get the uh, sort of distributing bone back back um and you know then if if uh you know james harden can play well and and get these nets some wins while kevin durant's out then you don't have to worry so much about rushing uh kd back and even when he comes back you know maybe he'll he won't play back to backs for a while Mm -hmm. minutes restriction whatever you want you want to be super careful with him um and you know if if uh, uh james harden's rolling and you've got Kyrie on road games and and the nets are doing well then then that's all the better. And then maybe this time when Durant comes back, then you can have, you know, the synergy of the three and they can all kind of be playing well together at the same time again. So that's definitely best case. Um, hopefully Kevin Durant doesn't have any sort of lingering issues with this knee. I don't think he's had that many knee issues in the past, which I think is good. Like I don't, it's not, it doesn't seem like he's re-aggravating something that, that was injured before. It was just a I think it was Bruce Brown that that fell into him kind of a knee on knee kind yeah, of yeah. awkward awkward fall injury it to me honestly live like and and even watching the replay it didn't look that bad like it didn't look like something that was gonna really keep someone sidelined for that long and you know by all accounts it's just a sprain and he's expected to make a full recovery so you know that's all good but um yeah we'll, we'll definitely see how James Harden does in, in his yeah. absence and 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 even how Kyrie does because 
you know, True. we when, haven't seen when, him play without Katie yet. Yeah. And, and when, when those three are all playing together, it, it does kind of take it, it, Yeah. We, we saw them do really well last year when they were with it, they all shared the court together, but there is only one ball still. And it mm-hmm. does take a while, especially for, for someone like Kyrie who hasn't played all year to, to sort of get used to the flow of things. And I think some games where he can get more reps than he normally would uh, will actually be helpful for him. So yeah, it, you got to see it as a blessing in disguise uh, for the Nets. Uh, uh, you know, ho- again, hoping that that uh, KD makes a full recovery, comes back as soon as possible. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll see how those two do in his absence. It's it's going to be interesting to see for sure because if if they continue to struggle and James Harden continues to look like a guy who you know sort of waltzes in to, to mm-hmm. the rim at walking speed uh, and you know is is not helping the Nets win, then. I don't know. The Nets could kind of fall down in the standings, and it could look uh, look kind of bleak for them uh, because then you are in a position where you know you're you're, at, you're kind of asking Katie every day, "Hey, how do you feel? Are you ready to come back yet?" And uh, you know that's that's uh, kind of a, a touchy subject with him too, and you, you you don't want to rush him back, that's for sure. So I don't know. I, I could see it going well for the Nets, but uh, again, if 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 James Harden is going to uh, be stinky like he has most of this year, then. I don't know. Then the you, I could see the Nets falling down in the standings too. So we'll 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 see how it shakes out. But again, the like we've been saying all freaking year, the the Nets uh, sort of ceiling and and destiny lies on James Harden's shoulders and Kyrie's yeah, uh, yeah. every other night. So we'll see. Well, I mean, yeah, again, speedy recovery uh, for KD. We'll see the the Nets first time playing without him uh, since this injury against the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow. Uh, Again, uh, apologies that we didn't start this off the the show with this. Uh, again, for everyone listening uh, right away on Monday, hey, we, we really appreciate you guys checking us out uh, right away as well. Um, you know, right. get get your cup of coffee, get on your commute, and listen to Big Dog Ball Talk. What's better? Uh, three essential things of the day. But also, <laughs> uh, happy Martin Luther King Day! Oh yeah, Martin uh, Luther everybody. King Day! I forgot. We're gonna have games on all day tomorrow. Uh, oh, man, I in, love uh, in his uh, in his honor. It. So uh, again, uh, you know, happy Martin Luther King Day! And they'll they'll be playing the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow. So uh, a good defensive team, but uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe room to exploit uh, on the backcourt there. So uh, James Harden, uh, and it's in Cleveland too. So we'll see if uh, him and Kyrie can uh, work together here and uh, put the team on their back here uh, against another threat within the 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 Eastern Conference. Uh, yep. And to move on now, guys, we we were busting it out. We hinted at it uh, last week. Uh, we have a brand new segment, and it's uh, it's called "Who Am I?" No who, one told who, me. Who who who? Do you like that? Do I sound like the the Doors? Is that who it is? I don't know. I was just playing Rock Band recently. Okay, listen to this, man. I'm not I, even going to comment on being, that. But I remember this on. being so easy playing, like doing the singing or whatever as a kid. Yeah, yeah. This is the easiest shit. Expert, whatever. I was horrible at playing the guitars and stuff. You've seen me. I'm rhythm gleek challenged. Yeah. And yeah. You want to see something? Watch Matt play ping pong if you want to no, see something. No, I'm sick of ping pong. We'll, we'll put that No, no, no. This is slander. This is slander. No, 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 no. That's slander. Right. I'm not listening to that. I've walked your ass up and down the, the court no, ping no, pong. No, no. Ping pong. And don't get me started on no, so, don't get me started uh, on uh, beer pong. Uh, I'm, uh, just, no, just you're the worst player. I'm probably the best beer pong player around. Okay. But enough of Go you. Go on, Matt. Uh, my, I struggled at rock band really, really badly the, for singing. Not surprised. But, Not surprised. But I somehow was decent at guitar and uh, and uh, the the uh, the drums as well. So I was pretty happy with myself wow. actually. Wow. I, and I, as I explained to the people I was playing with, we were like, "Oh, you wanna you wanna slow down?" I'm like, "Nope. Uh, if I'm a real rock star, <laughs> I've got to be drunk and high." 
so i mean uh yeah i was like you guys really aren't getting the full experience i was doing uh, you know like, were you just playing rock band alone while you should have been socializing with with everyone else were you just in the corner no uh, i don't know too much of a butterfly man you gotta let me fly you're right you're, that's true uh, that, fair, that's something i would a, do this is people that are in our inner circle where we're, we're making sure that we're not just you know putting out craigslist ads or whatever or Kijiji, <laughs> i suppose it would be here uh, in canada uh just yeah hey, anyone want to play rock band with me i'm sick <laughs> and you can listen to my podcast with me after you really came cool. up with that a little bit too too soon that uh that idea i think that's what i think you did that i think it's a good idea um yeah. but to move on uh to the actual segment everybody uh it's uh who am i so i'm gonna throw out some hints the first one is impossible there's pretty much no way jordan could get it on the very i'm first. getting this bro uh you tell me something is impossible i'm getting it yeah nothing is impossible according to kevin durant uh or kevin durant kevin garnett pardon me i mean anything is possible kevin durant probably well yeah he said anything is possible but kevin durant said nothing is anything impossible i'm joining the warriors baby possible i don't know whatever um (laughs) yeah nothing is impossible i'm joining the warriors yeah uh (laughs) suck my dick uh uh, but yeah so essentially i'm going to give him impossible hard uh, medium and easy hints at uh, a player, uh, you know, characteristics about them from their past, their history, maybe the way that they play, uh, or even just physical characteristics. Uh, so, Jordan, uh, are you ready to go here for your first of five? Uh, what are you memo? starting with? What are you starting with? So, you, go, you always go impossible to start, and we'll get easier as we go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, let's do okay. it. Okay, so, and, and you don't have to guess at each of them. If you'd like to just reserve and wait, you, you don't have to guess for each one. So uh, the first player is six foot or shorter. That that's it. That's all I get. That's all you get to start because that's it's impossible. That's what I'm saying. There's almost no way you could get it. Oh, but it's all the same player. Yes, it's all the same player. So oh, impossible, okay. hard, thought... medium, easy. You got it now. Maybe I didn't explain that as well. But, uh, no, no, as no, no. yeah, that, that's on me. That's on me. No, I just I thought they were all different players, but only with one hint. And I'm like, no, okay, you you're good. So you get four hints for one player, but they keep okay, okay. easier as we go. Okay, so I've got a few in my mind. I, yeah, no point guessing yet. So, okay, give me the next one. So, this player played for Villanova. What's the height again? Six foot or shorter. Okay, okay, got it. Would you like the medium now? Yeah, give me the medium. They grew up in Philadelphia. Wait. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, okay. So I can guess at any point. Wait, are we doing guess at any point you want? It's only but but I should also. But right, right, gotcha. But I should get more points, right? If I guess sooner, okay. We'll do four points, three points, two points, one point. Kyle Lowry. Yes, Kyle Lowry. The the easy uh, hint was I'm the greatest rapper of all time, baby. Let's go. So I I was was trying to think. I thought the Villanova would be a dead giveaway. Well, okay. Uh, uh, immediately, I saw. I thought Jalen Brunson for a second. I was oh, like, I gotcha. think he's like five eleven. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I needed that third one. I, I honestly didn't even think of Lowry right away. But but yeah, the 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 Philly connection. Uh, that's what I thought of right away. But yeah, I was like, is Kyle Lowry six one? But I guess he's listed at six feet. I think he's listed at six feet. Uh, I was originally going to write, uh, I am six. I thought you were foot. trying to trick me too. That's why. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. I was going to say I'm six foot, but I'm like, there's only like five guys like to pick from so yeah true uh so i thought that made it a little fair uh okay we're on to the to player number two so here's your impossible hint i am in the top 10 for east front court voting okay uh as of the second returns as of the second returns yes 
Okay. Okay. Uh, so would you, uh, for the hard, I am known for my defense. Top 10 and East. Uh, oh, I mean, it could be a few guys. Okay. Give me the next one. And then I'm guessing. I started my career with Brooklyn, but I have since moved on. Okay. Top 10 in the East front court? In the East front court. They're known for their defense, and they started their career with Brooklyn, but have since moved on. What the? I feel like I'm blanking. This doesn't make sense. Who am I missing? Because fucking, I think LaMarcus Aldridge is still technically in there by some travesty. Pascal Siakam's in there now. Uh, obviously, Durant, Giannis. Who the hell am I missing? Would you like the easy uh, hint? Because <laughs> I think you, the, you'll just give it to you. Oh, my God. Fine. Give it to me because I – yeah, give it to me. I have a signature afro. I, I actually I, – Come on. F- fuck. You're kidding me. Oh, oh, okay. I'm an idiot. Yeah, Jared Allen. I, big dog of the month for me. I, Come on, man. I don't I, – I that is such a so indicative of how little I think of you know Cleveland Cavaliers basketball, yep. but I shouldn't. This year, this year is different. Yeah, he was he was totally not on my radar, but of course I should have known. Okay, hey, known. you know what? So you got three points total uh, of a possible uh, what is that? Twelve points. When you when you said signature Afro, I just went straight. Even though he's not even in the East anymore, straight to Aaron Gordon. Have you seen the way? Oh, yeah, he's yeah. got his hair going right now. It is yeah, insane. Yeah. He went. He who he, he he went like nose to nose with someone recently. He was like, he had like a mini fight with someone in one of the last couple of games. I forget who it was, but mm. it was uh, yeah. Cra- he, he's got crazy hair right he's now. He's always getting it. into scraps, man. He lo- he loves it. Oh talk. yeah. He uh, maybe maybe he wants a big dog of the month award at some point. You know, he yeah. keeps running his mouth. Maybe we'll get him there. Yeah. Uh, to move on now to the next guess who? Impossible. I was an NBA lottery pick. Okay. Next, I have an NBA game named after me. And for the record, that that means that there's a famous game that is known as the blank game. But these are all players playing currently? Currently, yes. Oh, God. What the fuck? Wait, there's an NBA game named after him? Like, it's a game that actually has been played. Like, it's one particular game that they had such a standout performance. It's known as the blank game. Oh, okay. Okay, I need another hint. I have long hair. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) <laughs> i think uh, and to be fair, again this is my obscure like i, I love this guy the the nba game thing maybe a lot of people don't even remember it anymore but i still think it's i i, I will never forget it Wait. it's a oh, hard oh. A hard hint oh hold on hold on so it's but like it's a i think a actually i mentioned i mentioned this NBA. game on the podcast before i'm pretty sure i mentioned this game on the podcast before but it's an like it was an nba game between like a, two nba teams yes Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a video game or something. No, that's what I was saying. It was a real NBA game. Okay, 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 okay. And they're a lottery pick and they have long hair. Like they still have long hair. They've just always had long hair. They've always had long hair. 
God. I can't even think of anyone with long hair. Uh, do I get one more hint? Yep, you have one left. You want it? Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to get it. I'm Canadian. Oh, Kelly O. Kelly O. Linick, baby. Cam Loops, British Columbia. I, I love that I didn't think of him, too, because, yeah, I think he's pretty much like the only guy with that hairstyle right now. Oh, Corey Kispert kind of has a little hockey dude flow right now. A little, yeah, but a he's got, like, guys. the long – he's, like, yeah, yeah. shaggy hair. He's, like, the exact same. Uh, but, yeah, the Kelly Olenek game, man. You yeah, you're right. Kind of no, I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, he I stepped do. up big. I think it was against the Wizards when they had yeah. that huge, like, budding rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was what insane. I remember that. Was that in the game seven? Is that, that... I think so. Yeah, it won them the series, I'm pretty sure. Or oh, is it yeah. six or a seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was seven because I think Oh, but did the Wizards beat I, anyway, I don't remember, but I do remember the Kelly Olinick game. That was insane. And he's still kicking around in Detroit, isn't he? Is he is he yep. playing this year? Yep, yeah. He's he's getting good minutes. I mean, he's right. uh I, I, I as far as I, I, I know, I mean as good as it gets in Detroit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, again, one. you're you're doing you're you're doing subpar right now. Let's see if we can get a get a good one here. Maybe yeah, we, I, I'm gonna we run this. We'll throw in like an impossible hard medium, and then make like a very like a easy, and then a very easy. Make make it so you can get a little bit more points here. Make up for it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess early. I'm gonna. I'm not but you gonna... can guess on multiple. Like maybe this has also been uh, been hurting you. Uh, you can guess as many times as you want, but only one per hint. <laughs> okay okay uh okay so okay. this next person i'm a center i'm gonna take my guesses uh i, I might get lucky here sure. um rudy gobert no oh, so okay. i have won three nba championships oh okay i need to get this I, I need to use my deductive reasoning you're a center with three nba chips oh god and they're currently playing currently playing yes Okay, there can't be that many. There's got to be only one. Uh, who the fuck has won recently? Oh, Jesus. Three NBA championships. Three NBA championships. Three rings. Oh, God. It's got to be a backup. Um, oh, no. I feel like it's got to be a warrior. But, but what warrior would it be? Do they always play center or do they like, are they non-negotiable? I, mean, I guess you could probably put them at the four, but like, they're definitely known as like a, probably a center. center. Like, Oh my God. Okay. I, I, I'm torn between wanting to get this and wasting our listeners time. So just give me, give me the third fucking hint. I, I can't even think of it. This single... one I think is actually is pretty good. Like it should help you out here. My mom played in the WNBA. Oh, JaVale fucking. JaVale McGee. McGee. I, forgot. I forgot that he got what he got. He had the Lakers and then two Warriors once. Yeah, right? exactly yeah. right, man. You got it. That was a good one. Hey, that was a good one. Uh, yeah. yeah. His mom was a real hooper for anyone who didn't know Uh gold medalist with uh, the United States as well. So, uh, you, know, Do you remember when, when she came out during his dunk contest, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that he was did, the first time I I knew where like his, his like, mom played ball. Yeah, still when he was like permafried, Javale, yeah. before he yeah. kind of matured a little bit. And the, the the easy was I'm the Shacked in a Fool goat. <laughs> yeah. That was the. I would have guessed I'm, Kendrick Perkins. What are you talking about? Is no, it, what uh, a time to be alive! If you were seeing the Shacked in a Fools with, when it first started, but it was pretty much made because of Javale McGee. I know like, there was and, so, and so Nick much Young and a few other guys. 
the best highlight is still he tries to dunk from the free throw line like poster guy and he actually is like it kind of looks close and then he just like bricks it off the backboard and then like wipes out on the floor it is the best <laughs> in-game dunk attempt i've ever seen i stand by that uh, uh, okay. i love i love javel last one jordan last one here i am known for my shooting ability despite my position me you put me in here cool uh <laughs> oh, yeah, really right. what's your position uh yeah i'm I, i'm a center most most days yeah, honestly. yeah sure i dominate sure, yeah. in there okay i'm known for my shooting ability despite my position uh carl anthony towns no close 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 i guess <laughs> yeah, not really uh <laughs> i'm six foot ten okay okay here we go Oh, but I only get one guess. Oh. No, you, well, you get one guess per hand, yeah. Per, per hand, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think of who would be most – what 6'10 guy would be most known for their shooting? Uh, like, this is his, like, best skill? For like, sure, yeah, is, definitely, like, definitely. Oh, uh, <laughs> Bertons? No, that, that now I think – yeah, yeah that, that was a good guess, actually. Uh, I am German. Oh, Maxi Kleba. Maxi Kleba. The yeah. easy hint was I'm oh. on the Mavericks. But yeah, yeah, not, not horrible, man. I mean, uh, I'm counting up your quick quick tally here. Eight out of 12. Eight for 12. Not horrible. That's a solid performance. All right, all right. And I think that you could have probably done a little bit better on a, a couple of those. I mean, it's a new segment. We're trying it out. You're, you're trying new things. You're experimenting. Don't be scared. Just, just tip, dip your toe. We're getting there. That's fun, though. I like that. It's more uh, – I mean – Trivia is super satisfying when you get the answer right, but mm-hmm, for sure. when you uh, when you put up a, a goose egg like I did last week, it uh, feels good to. to you get didn't put up right. a goose egg. You had one, I think, last week. I don't think I even did. I think I think so. I got like part of a question right, but oh, no, man. Matt, come on, Take Matt, do not. I'm not, a, I'm not a charity case, okay? Do not pity <laughs> me. Do not make me feel better, okay? I I need to beat you fair and square, but uh, sure. that was fun. That was fun. I'm I'm excited to. Uh, I'm pulling that out for you next week. Uh, Perfect. And, and hopefully that uh, those guys weren't too obscure. I mean, I, I, I like, no, no, no. I'm not fucking gonna give you like LeBron James, Steph Curry. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fun is that? You know, I you am guys. From you really gotta Akron. know. So uh, again, uh, let us know your feedback, everybody. Uh, hit us up at, at Big Doug Ball Talk on Twitter, uh, where we're most active. But again, our Instagram, uh, where we're updating that as we go, uh, as well as uh, our TikTok page, all at Big Dog Big Dog Ball Talk. So uh, check us out. Uh, again, your support has been amazing guys. One of our best episodes actually ever for, uh, for numbers on Friday. So uh, again, yeah. keep it up. Uh, keep, you know, showing us to your friends. Matt, and, Matt, and one of our ever, best really. episodes, one of our best episodes ever, but first, first pod I do shirtless. That's I know. Maybe so, that's I don't know. We're going to have to start getting the video out there for the people. Uh, definitely something to look out for as well. Uh, full video uh, going up on YouTube. Uh, that, and that, that's because I was joking in the beginning of that, but that is a serious thing. You know, we're, uh, we're in the works of that. But, uh, you know, the more support we get, the uh, the more time and the more capabilities we're going to be able to get uh, to give you guys the, the best big dog ball talk quality that you could uh, you could ever ask for, really. Uh, and, and really, we're the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, uh, the, the, the giving season's over, but we never stop giving. We're just, we're no, givers. That's what, they, that's what they always tell me, Jordan. <laughs> you just, Matt, uh, what I tell you, you just take, take, take. You never give. I mean, that's. No, 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 no. That's a lie. That is a lie. I've never taken anything in my life, man. You take more than I take. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on, Matt. Give, give the people the, 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 the sign off. They're expecting that. Come on. Let, let's make it out. Oh, and last, last final, uh, enjoy your Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I think yes. it's a stat holiday in the U S isn't it? Yep. It is. Yeah. People got the day off. If you're in the U S 
um, and, and obviously around the world. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the basketball all day long. We once um, went to the the in Washington, the Martin Luther King we did. Uh, monument. I mean, it was a yeah, beautiful experience. Beautiful. Uh, if you if no one if you have never been there, you're in the states. Uh, you know, I, I definitely recommend checking that out. Yeah, Matt and Matt and Jordan and, and the rest of the OSCVI crew abroad. <laughs> it was uh, we represented Owen Sound quite well. Oh, I'd well. say that was uh, that Very was well. great. Even Binky was there. Uh, but to uh, to end off the show, everybody, again, thank you for your support. I've been Matt Icorn with Jordan Flegel for Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my go. friend Jordan always says, there you go, there you go, Jordan. It's your time. It's what you wanted. What do you um, always say? Well, I said it on the, the, uh, the Washington trip uh, a bunch, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get knocked down, but you should always bounce back. This little, uh, <laughs> nice noise. No, that was a good noise, man. It sounded just like a, like a barbecue. That was not, that was the rubber band. What are you talking about? See, but that's the thing. I don't know, man. I just, I'm so elusive sometimes to the issues in my life because it's just like, you know, when, when things are hard, just avoid them, just to eradicate the potential for even having to deal with it. So I can just, instead that's of fine. getting knocked down, it's like, I just fucking, I dodge the, the punch. Oh, know? that, well, that's kind of like an elastic band, too. I mean, however you want to be like an elastic band, whatever that means to you. I tell you all the time, I my sayings are up to for interpretation, um, but uh, yeah, be, be, be like these little guys. Well, as, 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 I, as I always say to you, I am rubber, you are glue. Whatever you say to me, bounces off and sticks.